Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for September 21st, 2020. It's a Monday morning. I love setting the tone for the entire week by starting it off with the word of God. We come to God, we come to his word, we yield to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit then speaks and we get to hear what, what, not just, we don't get just to, to read what God said in the past, we get to hear what God is saying to us in the present. We get to hear what God is saying based on what he already said, all right? So we've been studying the life of David. This is part 29 of the overall series. Greater is coming, part 29. The title of today's message is Appreciate But Never Settle. As a believer, you should always be thankful and grateful and appreciative of wherever you are in life, but you should never settle. You should never be satisfied until you become the man or the woman that God has called you to be, living in the earth for such a time as this. So today's message, I'm going to do it a little bit different. Instead of just giving you a, spe- a specific passage, um, I'm just going to talk about, in general, the life of David and even expand it to Joseph and maybe even a little Abraham, all right? So um, as I thought about the series over the weekend, I was meditating and medicating on it. Actually, I was thinking about it yesterday in church. So as I'm thinking about this series, and the Lord was speaking to me about it, um, then I was like, you know what? This is why I continue to teach on faith and patience. This is why I continue to teach on greater is coming. When I say greater is coming, I'm preaching to you, but I'm also ministering to myself, right? This thing has to be real to me so that there's a level of authenticity that comes forth through it, right? Because the anointing only flows through the authentic. And so as I was meditating on greater is coming, as I was meditating on faith and patience, I was like, you know, the reason why I really enjoy this series and what I've been teaching for months is because it's ministering to me as well. So let me make it personal and then we'll tie it to all these people that we've been studying. So I have something that God spoke to me for my life um, that, uh, many years ago that hasn't come to pass yet. And you should have many things like that, right? Because we're believers. When you walk and live by faith, you should have many things that you're believing God for. But I have this one thing that's major, say major, right? I mean, we all know, like, there's some things that we're believing God for, but then there's like that thing, that one thing that you're just really waiting on, really believing God for. So I have that thing that's major and I'm waiting on God to do what he said he would do. And while I am, I'm very appreciative of where I am, right? So along the way, God has blessed me richly. And and, and yes, I I appreciate what God is doing in me and with me and through me. And I'm very appreciative. I can say that Isabella and I are blessed. (laughs) We already have exceeded anything that we ever imagined growing up, right? So Isabella and I are very blessed. That's without question. But while we're thankful, and we are blessed, watch this, this is what I'm teaching on now, I refuse though, I refuse to lower my expectation of of manifestation, I refuse, I refuse, I will never stop believing God for what he put in my heart, I will never stop, I live with an expectation 
of manifestation. And I believe that I am going to see while I'm in the land of the living, everything that God said. And so while I am blessed and I appreciate, so I'm talking about appreciate, but never settle. You should appreciate where you are, but never settle, never rest on your laurels, never get to the point where you go like, okay, God, this is enough. No, if you are done, like if you think that you're done, then you should be dead. If you're still here, if air is still flowing through your lungs and blood is still flowing through your veins, it's because God is not through with you. You are on this planet because you still have purpose locked up on the inside of you. And so, no, you're not done. And so, and I'm not going to be done until I'm dead. And as a matter of fact, and I refuse to die. I'm not even going to die because I'm sick. I'm not going to die because I'm old. I'm only going to die when I'm done. You know, when I'm done, then I'll go. So I can, I can connect with you and I can connect with the scriptures, uh, even what I'm teaching right now with David. Uh, or Joseph, whom we studied earlier, I can connect with them because I can see how God gave them a promise and then all these years had to pass by. God promised Joseph that he would be the ruler over his brothers and his father. God gave them, God gave Joseph uh, this promise in a dream. And so in the dream, he saw his brothers, he even saw his father under his authority and he believed it. He believed and he received the dream. Now, once he did, his life went crazy and he went through all sorts of ups and downs. He faced many, many challenges, but he also had periods of his life where he was very blessed, right? Now, now here's the point. The point is he never stopped believing. Let, let me just talk about one of the stages. So um, in one of the stages of his life, he's running Potiphar's house. Now he's blessed running Potiphar's house. While he's running Potiphar's house, he has it going on. He's in charge of everything in Potiphar's house except for Potiphar. And so he is very blessed. God was blessing the work of his hands. Everything that he touched was successful. But guess what? He knew that although he was blessed, he refused to settle. He was like, that. this is good, but this is not what God said. Fast forward to where he's in the prison. He's in the prison and he's a blessed prisoner. He's running a federal penitentiary and he's in charge of the whole operation and he's in charge of all the logistics and all the prisoners and he's doing all of this stuff. And the Bible says that God was with him. And so everything that he put his hands on was successful. And while that was good in his heart, he said, that's not what God said though. And so, so he kept believing, he appreciated but he never settled. Fast forward to later. He was promoted from prisoner to prime minister in one day. And when he was the prime minister of Egypt, he's ruling. He's the number two in charge of the whole land. And he's ruling a whole nation. And he got it going on. And he can say go and people go. And he can say do and people do. He can say come and people come. And he's, he's truly blessed. He's appreciative. But he, he refused to settle. In his heart, he was like, yeah, but still, still, I got this thing, this nagging thing. What is that nagging thing? God said it. God put something in my heart and I can never be satisfied until I see what God said. I'm supposed to be over my brothers. I'm supposed to be over my father. I'm supposed to experience the dream. And he lived with that expectation of manifestation. David is the same way. David was anointed to be the king of Israel when he was 17 years old. This happened in his home. This happened in front of his brothers and in front of his father. And he lived with that dream in his heart. I'm supposed to be the king of Israel. Now, so when he was serving the king as a heart player. That's cool, but that's not what God said. Later, he was an armor bearer. That's cool, but that's not what God said. At the point in the story where, where we are right now, he got promoted from servant to general. He was a commanding general of the Israeli army. 
That's amazing. David was the commanding general, had never served a day in the army. He could say, come here, soldier, go, and they have to go. Come here, soldier, do, and they have to do. While that's great, that's not what God said. He appreciated it, but he refused to settle. And like Joseph, he had to wait 20 years. Like Joseph, uh, he, he waited 13 years from the time he received the promise to the time he became the king of Judah, but that's not what God said. Watch this. Even when he became the king of Judah, he became the king of Judah when he was 30, and, and that's a small portion of Israel. At that point, you could say, well, okay, David, you can stop now. You're a king. No, but that's not what God said. God said, I'm supposed to be the king of Israel. Right now, I'm just the king of Judah. So I appreciate it, but I refuse to settle. I, I can appreciate what God is doing in my life but I will never be satisfied until I see everything that God said to me. This reminds me of Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 11. This is what the Bible says from the Amplified. It says, God has made everything beautiful in its time. And God has implanted eternity in men's hearts, in men's minds. And when he does, it becomes a divinely implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, which nothing under the sun, but God alone can satisfy. Listen, I'm saying that, look at me, look at me. Let me explain Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 within the context of what I'm saying. This is your life. You are, you're right here. You were born over here. You're right here. And this is where you're going to die. So look, you have all this life to live. What God did with Joseph, what God did with David, what God did with me, is God snatches something out of the halls of eternity. God snatches something out of your future. And then he comes over here in time and implants it in your heart, implants it in your mind. And the text says when God does that, it becomes in a, in a, a divinely implanted sense of purpose and, and working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Once God takes eternity, my future, and puts it in my heart and puts it in my mind, I will never be satisfied until I see what he said. I will never be satisfied until I have in my hands what God revealed in my heart. I will never be, I might appreciate. I'm gonna appreciate every step of the way. I'm gonna give God praise. I'm gonna be thankful. I'm not ungrateful, but I will never be satisfied. I will never settle for any less than what God said. Say amen to that. So what does this mean to you today? I've already said a lot, but let me say this. Um, you you got to be so convinced of what God put in your heart that you can keep believing through the silence. There will be times, sometimes years or decades, where God doesn't speak. God spoke, and then that's it. He expects you to live off of that word, and he may not speak again until he does it. And, and so that's what he did with Joseph. That's what he did with David. That's what he did with Abraham. So let me talk about it a little bit as, as I you know, give you some nuggets and then we'll close out. God often makes promises and then years can go by before he ever speaks to you about it again. Let's talk about Abraham. Abraham is 75 years old when God says, listen, hey, Abram, I want to bless you. I want, I want to bless you. You didn't do anything to earn it or to deserve it. I want to bless you. I want to make your name great. I, I'm going to bless those that bless you. I'm going to curse those that curse you out of you. Shall all the nations of the earth be blessed? I'm going to make you a great nation. And he's like, okay, I believe it. I believe that this God that I cannot see will manifest in my life in ways that I can see. But he was 75 years old when God said it, right? He was 75. Okay, his wife was 65. So boom, that's it. He received the promise. 13 years later, still no baby. 
So 13 years later, his wife is like, well, look, it's been 13 years. I don't know what's going on. Let's come. Maybe, maybe why don't you sleep with my, my, my servant? If you sleep with my servant, maybe God will give us the promise that way. You know that that's not true. You, now you're trying to come up. You're trying to help God. You're trying to make something happen when, when, when you have to learn how to wait on God's timing. And so they came up with a plan B and then that's it. They're still dealing with that problem today because of what they did. Right. And so they repented. And after they repented 12 years after the mistake. So after 25 years total, they finally got the promise. But you know what? God didn't speak to him again about it really until Abraham was 99 years old. So there was 24 years in that span. And when he was 99 years old, God said, okay, now about this time next year, you're going to have that baby. Boom. I'm saying that you have to be so convinced that you can believe God through the silence. Uh, uh, while God did not speak to him about it until he brought it to pass, Abraham continued to believe God. Let me use Joseph as an example. God gave Joseph this dream. He was a teenager when he, was re when he received the dream and he believed it and he said it out loud. But guess what? There's no documented evidence in scripture that God spoke to him again about it. He didn't speak to him again about it until it finally came to pass. And that was 22 years later, 22 years later. And then it was like, boom, when he was talking to his brothers, he got overwhelmed with emotion. Why? Because it was like the Holy Spirit was saying, this is that, this is that 22 years later. It was like, boom, this is what I told you 22 years ago. I'm saying you got to be so convinced that you can appreciate God every step of the way, but you never settle. He lived with that expectation that God was going to do it. And 22 years later, God did it. Same thing with David at being the king. Uh, you know, boom, king of Judah. That's cool. After 13 years of being on the run, living in, in caves, uh, being, you know, at the point of death, all of these things. But that's not what God said. He continued to believe God. And seven years after he became the king of Judah, David finally became the king of the unified Israel. But it was 20 years after he received the promise. Let's talk about Abraham. Again, Abraham was rich. God made Abraham rich. He was blessed. He appreciated the fact that he was rich. He appreciated the fact that God's blessing was on his life, but he refused to settle though. He was like, yeah, the, the gold and the silver and the cattle is good, but that's not what God said. I will never lower my expectation until I see what God said. So he was rich, but he didn't have what God said. And he continued to believe until he had what God said. Joseph was the prime minister of Egypt. He was blessed, but that's not what God said. He continued to believe until he had what God said. David was a general of the army. That's great, but that's not what God said. And so he continued to believe. My point is you can never lower your expectation. You should never settle. You got to continue to believe God. My message for you this morning is simple. I know it's a different format this morning, but still receive it. Look at me. Here's my message. In a nutshell, appreciate where you are, but never settle for anything less than everything God said. Never settle for anything less than all of what God said. God's promises for you, they're still true. They're still valid. Every, God, every promise God has spoken over your life shall come to pass before you die. My prayer is that you don't have a faith failure. Like, like Jesus prayed for, for um, Paul I pray that your faith fails not. And I pray that you don't get to the point where one day you're like, you're satisfied. Where, where one day you're like, okay, God, I have enough. I'm good. I'm done. You know, and you lower your expectation. It's not about stuff. It's about purpose. You are on this planet for a purpose. 
And you should never lower your expectation. You have to continue to believe God. Never settle. Appreciate every step of the way. Be thankful. Be grateful. Give God praise. But never settle. Never stop believing until you can see in your hands what God revealed in your heart. Say amen to that. All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I've said a lot for you this morning. I pray that you, this is a message you probably need to listen to again. I'm telling you, you got to get this down in your heart. Lift up your voice and say this. Say, Father, I thank you for speaking to me clearly. I thank you for implanting your divine purpose from eternity in my heart and in my mind in time. I have this deeply implanted sense of purpose in my heart. And I can see what you have revealed. I live my life in pursuit of it. And I will not allow silence to deter me from it. You have spoken. So even if you don't speak to me again about it, I shall not be moved. I will never be satisfied until I can see in my hands what I already see in my heart. I appreciate every level and every stage. I will never be ungrateful. However, I will never settle for anything less than everything you promised. This is why I keep saying, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. You can do it. You can do it. Yes, you're blessed, but you can still keep going. Yes, you're blessed, but you can do it. But God said, do this. Oh God, that's so much stuff. It's too much. No, you can do it. Why? Because it's not you doing it. It's God on you and in you and with you and for you. Greater is coming for you. Do me, Listen, if you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and you're not getting my notes. Click on the subscribe button, put in your email address. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. If this message has been a blessing to you, do me a favor, share me, share a comment in the chat because I read all the comments in the chat. And then do me another favor, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends. People need to hear this. People need to know that we should be thankful. We should appreciate, never be ungrateful, but also never settle for any less than everything God promised. I love you and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.